You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Light kick and the pitch. Ground ball hits softly right side, charged by Altuve. Gloves, throws on the move in time to get Yelich, and that is the ball game. Houston Astros take game one from the Miami Marlins, winning tonight by a final of 7-2. to two. Well, they made the pitches at the right time. 12 hits for the Marlins in this ballgame, but the Astros hurlers able to make big pitches at the right time, give their team enough opportunities to come back into this one. Yuli Gurriel with the big blow in the sixth inning, his first grand slam as a big leaguer, and a good welcome birthday present for their manager who turned 43 this afternoon. Now, another Astros podcast. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hench and a nice one for the Astros and it's something we've seen uh, from the Astros all season last night, uh, getting in the other team's bullpens. Now, you got into the bullpen yesterday because Dan Straley had to exit the game after taking a line drive off his forearm, but uh, able to really do some damage scoring seven runs off that Marlins pen. Yeah, it was it was the tale of two different games. You know, we had a hard time getting into the game. We weren't putting a ton of, of hard contact on Straley. He was doing a good job of pitching around the strike zone, and and Musgrove was matching him. And you know, they broke through with a run, and then and then Gaddis hit the bullet off of his arm. And the next thing you know, we're facing their bullpen. And and even with the lead, you know, they've got a little bit of momentum. They had a lot of runners on base early. Joe pitched out of it, um, and then obviously the big the big inning where we were patient enough, drew a couple walks. Uh, Gurriel was patient inside the at bat and and got hit you know hit the ball out to left field which is not an easy park to hit a home run in uh, and doing it in front of a lot of family and friends for him was was pretty special it was a good night it's been fun watching Yuli Gurriel a bit of a wild card coming into this year his first full season and and not only in the big leagues but in the United States playing baseball but uh, so far so good and we've seen him I mean he's more of a gap to gap guy but he's shown some power as well yeah he's a good player and and he's a really strong contact guy um, puts a ball in play hits it hard um, a lot of balls that are low so he's not a huge home run guy even the ball last night barely barely went above the fence it was just a, a long line drive so um, that's the style of hitter he is he, he showed that he can use the whole field hit a double into right center later in the game and and you know all in all he's a, he's a he's a more intelligent hitter than he's given credit he can get to more pitches than he's given credit uh he can be a touch streaky but uh when he's hitting the ball hard he, you know he good results come and uh jose altuve only one hit in the double header which is not something you see often from him but a couple of big hits for you late in that game to extend the lead the two run single and then the home run driving in three runs yeah it's, it's big for him he's been swinging the bat a little bit better and his numbers are down a little bit he's not used to hitting below 300 and that's you know, you know, all of us are used to hitting below 300 except for him. But um, and it's nice to see him get rewarded. You know, he'd hit a couple balls in New York pretty well. Didn't carry out uh, cold nights and things like that. But, um, you know, and even the ball he hit last night, the single was a big hit. We needed to continue the inning. The home run he hit, the tack on run, uh, went to the deepest part of the ballpark. And that, that uh, shows the kind of power he has. But, you know, we need Jose to, 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 to be himself. And, and, and the good news is, is even through a little bit of his – uh, so-called struggles of, of, of not getting multi-hit games, uh, we've been able to still win a lot of games. And Joe Musgrove had his share of base runners, but facing a pitcher, and Dan Straley was pitching pretty well, was able to match him for the most part, just, just giving up the one run and getting into the sixth. Yeah, he pitched out of the bases, loaded jam uh, early. He had the double play. He had a couple couple of big pitches, broke a couple bats. Um, you know, he's mad at himself for the Yelich base hit that, that had the run after they, uh, they manufactured that run-scoring opportunity. So, um, it was nice to see him, nice to see us get the lead for him. He went out, got a couple outs. I ended up pulling him uh, a touch early. But 
uh, it was good that he's been able to execute his game plan a lot better the last couple starts and be be convicted in in his aggressiveness and not be so sloppy inside the strike zone where he's giving them good pitches to hit. AJ Hinch, thanks for joining us. You got it. Back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Houston is heating up. So kick off your summer at the Astros' 10th annual Bayou Bash. The Summer Street Fest will take place on Saturday, May 20th from noon till 3 on Crawford Street, just outside Minute Maid Park, before the Astros take on the Cleveland Indians. Bring out the whole family for tons of crawfish, food trucks, games, a slap koozie giveaway for the first 1,000 attendees, and live music by local country artist, the Buck Yeager Band. For tickets and more information, visit astros.com slash Bayou Bash. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and Mike Fires is my guest today, who just grew up about 20 minutes from the stadium here in Miami. What was that like? We always hear about the hotbed of talent uh, of guys around Florida. We hear it in Texas and California, too, but maybe more so in Florida than anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great to come up and, and play against great talent. I think it just makes you that much better. You know, to have guys around you that kind of push you, you know, it's, it's tough making a team down here, too. You know, yeah. you, you go to a high school and you don't really know if you're going to, you know, start or you got to find a place where you can play even in high school. Yeah, a lot of guys, you know, growing up playing with, I mean, Jan Gomes still playing with Cleveland, wow. uh, Gio Gonzalez, uh, Matt Latos, I mean, guys like that. I mean, J.D. Martinez I played with yeah. in, at Nova. Um, I mean, the list goes on. There's there's so many guys um, just right off the top of the head. But um, it was tough, but at the same time, I think it, it made me who I am today and yeah. it got me where I am. So I'm grateful for it. When you were playing against any of those guys, uh, who stood out? I mean, were some of those guys kind of break through a little bit later, maybe blossom later? Or was there a guy or two that you said, man, this guy's going to be a big leaguer? Uh, Latos was throwing 100 his freshman year, really? so yeah. He went to Coconut Creek High School, so one of one of our rivals at Deerfield, and uh, which aren't really known uh, for baseball, more football and uh, basketball, but uh, we had our fair share of um, you know baseball players. And Mickey Story was one of them. He's one of our coaches now oh, yeah. at the Astros yeah. organization. So I played with him in, in Deerfield, and uh, you know Latos being a guy that was throwing so hard and being that big, I mean, you could tell this guy was, you know, he was going to be a uh, future big leaguer. Yeah. And then um, my senior year, uh, the regional final, we went down to Miami, uh, played against Gio Gonzalez. He was a sophomore at the time, throwing 92-94 lefty. Nobody could hit him, so that was our last game of the year. <laughs> yeah, It's a fun ride, and it's still cool to see those guys still playing nowadays. Talking with Mike Fires. Mike, I want to ask you a quick question. We know uh, the sad story about your mom passing a few years ago, and you've got a tattoo on your arm of your mom. Mm-hmm. Just want to ask you a quick question, and it's about pitching on Mother's Day the other day. Special meaning for you when you get to pitch at Yankee Stadium? You always think about her, I'm sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, yeah, it's tough, but it's also you know a day where every everyone's mom is just is, is so special to them. And uh, for me, growing up with my mom, uh, my parents divorced when I was three, but you know they kept in touch. You know we only they only lived 30 minutes away, so I saw both parents. And uh, but I lived mostly with my mom, and so I grew up with her and being around her. Um, and what she did for me and, you know, for my whole life and uh, get me to this point, uh, you know, she did everything she could and, you know, she worked and provided for me and put a roof over my head and did everything she could to, uh, you know, get, yeah, give me, give me the opportunity to, to make some of, of my life and, uh, you know, this was my dream to play professional baseball, and she helped me get there, and she'll always be, uh, you know, one of my biggest supporters, and no matter what I do, and, um, 
you know, I chose to play baseball, and you know, that's what she supported. She didn't really know how it worked or how you got drafted or what happened, but you know, I was in I was in line to to do it, and you know, she was all for it, and it ended up happening. I was. I was able to get that opportunity with the Milwaukee Brewers and then get traded over here. But um, you know, she's yeah, of course. And uh, you know, to pitch on that day, you know, every, every year, you know, Mother's Day comes around, and you know, you're excited for it, but at the same time, you're like, it, it's it's tough to to deal with that. But um, but it's definitely special pitching on Mother's Day and being able to kind of. I know she's looking down at me, so just to do whatever I can to uh, just have fun and, and, and play the game of baseball that I love, and, yeah, and that she loves. So yeah, it's just a it's just a special feeling and good time to to play baseball. There you go. Very well said, Mike. Uh, thanks for catching up with us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.